When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today, we are going to talk about hope. Keeping hope as everything goes awry. And acceleration. And changing the world. And picking up pieces. Because I got a message. There's the introduction part. And then uh, it gets to what, what really matters here. There's something I've been wanting to ask for a long time, though. How do you not just lose hope and give up? You're well-informed, and that certainly must come with a certain amount of dread. How do you keep doing what you do as things seem to just get progressively worse? Why not just vanish into your homestead, free of the machinations of those who seek to broaden their influence despite who it hurts? Any advice for someone who is incredibly burned out? who feels like the scales of power are so unfairly skewed that we pass the point of average people affecting legitimate change for the workers before they were even born. I used to be an accelerationist. You changed my mind. But sometimes I still think that just rushing into that final disastrous conclusion and picking up the pieces is better than dragging out whatever we're doing now, at least for the generation's that come after. Maintaining hope and being an accelerationist. Yeah. Um, it's funny because I guess maybe a year after uh, I first started doing this on YouTube, I had somebody send me a message and they had talked to somebody who, who knew me. Um, and this person sent this message like super mad that I wasn't using this platform to train people how to like fight in the glorious revolution or some nonsense. Um, and the answer is kind of the same. What happens after? Good guys win, troops home by Christmas, what happens after? If you don't have an answer to that, normally, well, it just turns into a, another group of people in power. There's no real change, not for the average people, not for the people on the bottom. And that's the question that you have to ask when you're talking about picking up the pieces. Let's say the system does collapse under its own weight. Capitalism, run amok, climate change, whatever it is. Okay? It brings it all down. Who's there to pick up the pieces? When you run through those scenarios and you think about the people who are likely to be in a position to pick up the pieces afterward, what kind of system are they going to build? You talk about the the capitalist system just crashing, right? 
the wealthy are still wealthy. They're the ones who are going to have the resources to ride it out. What kind of system do you think they're going to build when they emerge from their billion-dollar bunkers? Talk about climate change. Those who are in the best position to ride that out, what's their ideology? Sure, there are some who are like me, who want a world where everybody gets a fair shake. But when you think of those people who are ready to ride out long-term disasters, what are they? 70% of them, right-wing preppers, right? At the very least, they're social Darwinists of some kind. You want to live in the world that they build? Future generations? Probably not. I don't. I don't. And that's the thing. The goal should be to stop that from happening. And how do you do it? I mean, my answer, you know, if you've you've watched the channel long enough, community networks. Building that local power structure that can affect change locally, that then can be leveraged to get larger changes. Everybody relies on each other. Things get better. You don't have to rely on entities that are, at this point, corrupted. Right? But see, here's the, 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 the twist to that. If you fail, if you don't stop the inevitable destruction that you're seeing, what happens then? When the power structure that exists, when it collapses, what remains? A power structure built by people who want everybody to get a fair shake. It's funny that the tool that, uh, in my opinion, is, is probably the only thing left for affecting real change which is groups coming together, acting for, for the betterment of people. And it's got to be average people because those at the top are happy with the system the way it is. But if you do that, then the system still collapses. Climate change still just runs rampant. Those power structures, those people who have connected in that way, who have built that network they're going to be better positioned to ride it out. And they'll be there to pick up the pieces. The same thing that can stop it is the thing that would lead to a better world if it failed to stop it. Um, So, if you find yourself slipping into that accelerationist mindset. Just understand there's no guarantee that after that inevitable collapse that the good guys are going to be the ones to pick up the pieces. So if you're of that mindset, if you think that's going to happen, it's probably even more important for you to retain a little hope, for you to get active now, for you to try to build that power structure today. And 
Maybe you're wrong. Maybe that power structure is the tool that you need to affect real change for, for the average working person. And it's hard because most people who uh, want the world where everybody gets a fair shake, most of them don't want to be leaders. You know, they don't want to take that responsibility on themselves, not because they're afraid of responsibility, not because they're not willing to work, but because they're afraid of turning into what they see now. That's the beauty of it, though. If you set those networks up on the local level, you don't get that. That leader, that person who organize that, they don't have enough power to become as corrupt as what you see today. If you're sliding back in to just being despondent and hoping for the system to come crashing down because you think afterward things will get better, the most important thing to realize is that it probably won't. The same people will probably be in charge with even less constraints. And that the only way to stop them is to organize and to lay that ideological framework today. And if you do it well enough, we don't even have to go through a collapse. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.